If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. The last round of $600 payments issued by California happened this week. The program was part of Governor Gavin Newsom's pandemic recovery plan that began back in August. So the $600 payments were for residents who earn less than $75,000 a year and also qualifying families got an additional $500 for dependents. So over 180,000 payments were made in this final round, valued at roughly $127 million. Now, this payment started in late December and was set to trickle in through January. But since August, California has issued about 8.2 million checks and direct deposits valued just over $5.9 billion. That's a lot of money right there. The Red Cross says the country's current blood supply is so dangerously low that it's declaring its first ever national blood crisis. COVID has caused a Red Cross staffing shortage and decline in donors as well, uh, and it's canceled a lot of blood drives, and there was a 34% decrease in new donors in 2021 compared to the year before. Right now, it's a critical time to donate blood. Uh, here on Amber and Tanner in the Morning, we have donated blood with Vitalent in the past, and you too can donate by heading to Vitalent. Kelsey Ballerini. Shared this video of herself yesterday waking up from anesthesia. And it's pretty hilarious. It's actually one of the first things I saw this morning when I woke up. Uh, so her caption read, Today we learn anesthesia makes me drool through my mask, mistake a blue wire for a ring, have increased concern about where clocks are placed, struggle to bring peace signs into 2022, and above all, want some nuggets. <laughs> now, she informed us that she's only in for a non-invasive procedure and that everything is fine. You can watch the video. It's pretty funny up right now at froggy929.com. Like a cup of coffee and a sunrise. The crew is up and the coffee is ready. Hey, good morning. Amber and Tanner, mornings. Froggy 92.9. Walker Hayes is actually forced to change the lyrics to a single AA. Now he removed the mention of his home state, Alabama, and instead uh, shouted out Georgia, the new national champions. Way down in Athens, Georgia, where they love Kirby Smart, trying to write a song. So he wrote in the caption, might have lost a bet. (laughs) (laughs) That's so great and really funny. I've never bet on sports or anything like that. I've never lost a bet in general. But Tanner, have you had to do anything like this? Like kind of like Walker Hayes had to do. You lost a bet and then you had to like pay it off. Publicly, My brother and I started a new tradition last year uh, for the Super Bowl. So whoever, you know, bets and loses. So I bet on the Chiefs and they lost. I had to pay for my brother's complete uh, Super Bowl party, like all the wings, all the food and everything. And that's a bet that my brother and I started last year. Wow. It was expensive, too. Like you had to Venmo him the money or you were there? Uh, He had to send me the receipt. uh, And I, yeah, I had to Venmo him. My gosh. And so I was by myself watching the Super Bowl, and he had a whole party, so I felt like it wasn't fair. That's not <laughs> fair. I'm sorry. Well, on the line, we've got Mindy from Petaluma. Uh, Mindy, who do you know that lost a sports bet? My boyfriend's father bet $3,000 on a game and lost and wow. did not tell his wife until after he had already lost. Like, he was buttering her up, being like, I love you so much, and... 
she knew right away something was wrong. And then he was <laughs> like, well, I just want you to know that I bet $3,000 on this game and I lost. So <laughs> she was not happy. Got something to say? Oh, man, that's gross. That's gross. That's gross. That's so gross. That's gross. Hey, that's gross. Gross. You are right. That was gross. You make the call right now. How many days can you use a towel before you wash it? I might be gross. I got out of the shower yesterday, and my girlfriend asked, when's the last time you washed that towel? It was my third time using it. I don't know if I'm just a dumb person or what, but my method for towels is I just give it a little sniff test. (laughs) That's how I tell whether or not I need to uh, wash a towel. Amber, are you the same way, or do you have uh, more of a method behind it? Um, I wash all of our towels every week and we have white towels, so I bleach them and I feel like that's good enough once a week for a wash and you're saving money, you're saving water. It's better for the environment if you reuse your towels. Yeah. But I, you know, everyone's different. I, I don't really know what everyone else does. You hear that, Cammy? I might be an environmentalist. <laughs> Not <laughs> I wouldn't <intentionally>. say that. <laughs> uh, so... On our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning, Sonoma County made the call. Uh, Jackie from Mangrove says, at least once a week for bath towels, but daily for kitchen towels. Janice from Katati said, new towel with every shower. Wow. Okay. Tammy from Santa Rosa says, when you smell it and it's bad, usually four days it goes. If your home doesn't have air circulation and the bath stays cold, maybe sooner. Smell is everything. Amber and Tanner. Every morning. Really good. They're so funny. Froggy 92.9. Do you speak up in situations where you're a little uncomfortable or do you just power through it? I'm asking because on Monday I uh, went to Artemedica and I tried this thing called M-Sculpt Neo. Now, Tanner, you've done it before. Mm-hmm. Um, it's relatively painless, but there is heat on these paddles that you put on your stomach and they contract your muscles So it's like doing a thousand crunches in one sitting. But the girl who put the paddles on me said, hey, sometimes this gets too hot for people. So let me know like if it gets a little too hot for you and I'll turn it down. I was sitting there for a while. 10, 15 minutes had gone by and there was this one little spot. which was really hurting me. And I was like, I'm just going to power through it. You just powered through it. I tried. I tried. (laughs) And then she came in and she was like, hey, everything okay? And I was like, actually... No, could you turn down the heat a little bit? She's like, yeah, absolutely. She's like, you could have called me. I was like, I was just going to try to like not bother you, power yeah. through it. <laughs> so, Tanner, when you're in situations like this, do you speak up? Like, if you were in my position, would you have like hit the call button, said something, or would you have tried to suffer through it like me? I would have 100% hit the call button. <laughs> when it comes to procedures like that and pain, I do not want to be in any pain whatsoever. No. I'm the guy in the dentist's office. If he pokes my mouth weird, I go, hey, that did not feel good. Really? Even with all the stuff, I'm like, I don't feel good. <laughs> <laughs> and so when it comes to stuff like that, oh yeah, I'm saying something. And I wonder why that is. Like, you know, I, I should use my voice and speak up, but I think I just want to have some sort of like discipline or I'm like, don't want to complain. Yeah. I don't know where that comes from. <laughs> I think you don't want to bother people. That, They're working. They, you just want to be make it easy. Baby. Yeah, maybe. But I was curious. So we asked on our Froggy Instagram at Froggy929, do you speak up when you're uncomfortable or do you push through it? 13% said they speak up and 87% said, just like you, they want to power through it. (laughs) 
Good morning, guys. That memory foam bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. Steve Harvey slammed cancel culture during a press tour while promoting his new courtroom series, Judge Steve Harvey. Now, the comedian said it would be impossible for him to do a new comedy special in today's climate because cancel culture could cost him his career. And he said, we're in cancel culture now. No stand-up that is sponsor-driven can say anything he wants to. If I try to continue as a stand-up, there's no way I can maintain it. Political correctness has killed comedy. Every joke you tell now, it hurts somebody's feelings. He continued to say, What people don't understand about comedians is that a joke has to be about something. It has to be about somebody. We can't write jokes about puppies all the time. So if I come back, I'll have to wait till I'm done. Now, I think that (laughs) I kind of understand what Steve Harvey is saying, but... It's called an ever-evolving society where senses and sensibilities shift on what is and isn't tolerable. And I think after the recent few years we've been in, society's tolerance for some topics as fodder for comedy has waned. So I don't know if there's as much of cancel culture as there is a need for more common sense. I think we should know by now what is okay and not okay to say what is okay and not okay to make fun of um comedy in itself is built off of personal experiences being exaggerated and spoken about in a format to make fun of the situation and all the individuals involved and i totally understand that but i think we all hope it's not done without malicious intent And I think that Steve Harvey could figure out how to pull this off in his stand-up comedy. And if he can't, then maybe he's not the comedian he thinks he is. And and I think being offensive for pure shock shock value isn't comedy, and it's not something anyone's interested in hearing. Uh, But Steve Harvey's courtroom series, Judge Steve Harvey, uh, has started to run on ABC. You can watch it now. But do you think Steve Harvey is right about cancel culture ruining comedy? Amber and Tanner want to know what you think. Give them a call right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. Nobody has more Sonoma County on the radio than Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Headline in a haystack. Tannery's headlines. Amber tells us which one is a lie. Because it's headline in a haystack. Three headlines. Amber has to identify which one is real. By the way, Amber's on a winning streak in 2022. A 2-0 record. That makes me really nervous. <laughs> it's just the, the, the losing streak is just sneaking up on me. It's just like peeking around the corner and like grinning its evil grin at me. The pressure is definitely on. <laughs> Amber, here's headline number one. Police officer fired for ignoring robbery to play video game. Headline number two, possum responsible for 10-car pileup in Indianapolis. And headline number three, man slaps his chiropractor for cracking wives back too well. Oh, man. Which headline is the real headline? I've had a mini possum cause problems back in my home state of Georgia. (laughs) So I'm going to go with the possum holding up traffic. Ooh, Amber. I am so sorry. (gasps) 
The winning streak oh, is officially no. over. You have a two and one record for 2022. I'm so sorry. Okay. Well, I don't think it's the chiropractor one. So I'm going with the first one, which is police officer police playing video games. Yep, exactly. A former police officer for the city of Los Angeles filed a petition against the city of L.A. last week for being fired in 2017 after he was found uh, ignorant to an ongoing robbery call. Why? Because he was playing Pokemon Go and he desperately wanted to get a Snorlax. <laughs> <laughs> in his opinion, he was like, duty calls. Wait, not that duty. <laughs> in you're listening to Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. So what are some creative ways you can celebrate your birthday at home? I had planned to take like a little mini weekend trip for my birthday that's coming up at the beginning of February. But there's been a huge surge in COVID cases and a lot of things are getting closed down and getting canceled, like our work holiday party that's been postponed. So it's making me nervous and I'm like, oh, I probably shouldn't plan anything. I have a feeling we're going to get shut down again. And, you know, I'm just thinking maybe it's just the best right now to have a birthday at home. Which stinks. And I understand how frustrating that could possibly be. I mean, did you have to have a birthday at home during the pandemic? Yeah. Like during like the first surge of everything yeah my first uh the first year in the pandemic uh i had to celebrate my birthday at home it was like when things were really tense we really couldn't go anywhere yeah and i just you know had a special dinner you know made up my girlfriend and i we made a dinner my girlfriend and I at the time made dinner just hung out had a cake and just celebrate ourselves oh a cake oh yeah oh, i didn't even think about getting a cake for myself it was I a, should it was a hamburger <laughs> cake it was actually a really good birthday okay well, that's a great way that, to celebrate. Maybe get a cake, have a nice dinner. But we asked on Facebook, facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning for the best ways to celebrate your birthday at home. You're giving some great responses. Like Leanne from Santa Rosa, she said, go online shopping. Treat yourself on your birthday. I really like that. I really <laughs> like that one. Uh, Mike from Cloverdale says, a spa day for my wife's birthday. I bought her candles, face masks, bath bombs, and a new book. I gave her a few hours alone to relax. And Tara from Penn Grove said, book a virtual wine tasting with your friends. I did that last year with Kendall Jackson, and it was so much fun. Woo, party. They're awesome. Amber and Tanner. No one better. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Hello? Hi, is this Carrie? Uh, yes, this is Carrie. Carrie, my name is Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services. I'm contacting you about the library box that you have outside of your home. Uh, hi, sure. What, what can I do? My understanding you? of the policy is you take a book, you leave a book, and it's a great thing to do for the neighborhood, and I'm sure uh, that you had the best intentions. However, I have a few uh, questions, comments, and concerns after a few of your neighbors brought this to my attention. Um, okay, sure. Well, first of all, the decoration of the box is just absolutely hideous. I mean, the color white, it's not fun, and uh, I, I'm a little disappointed. I, I really don't care for your tone, and I don't... There's nothing wrong with the color white. I don't even really know, know what to say to this. I went in and took a look inside at what kind of literature you have in there. I mean, the books stink. I mean, To Kill a Mockingbird, really? To Kill a Mockingbird is a classic book. Not only do you have bad taste in design, but you also have horrible taste in books. Okay. 
Okay, well, that's rude, and you're wrong. I uh, would like to talk to your boss. Well, before you talk to my boss, I just want to let you know that my boss has actually put you on an Amazon book subscription that's going to cost you around $65 a month. That's insane. This is a little free library. They're free books. They're donated books. Well, you got to do it, or else, you know, we could remove it. You can't take it away. It's like you have no right to do that. Literally can't come onto my property and touch what belongs to me. Who? This is nuts. Like, this is truly nuts. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Oh, my God. Thank God. I thought I was about to have a heart attack. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Joining the show right now is Granger Smith. He's the jack of all trades, country artist, founder of Yee Yee Apparel, podcast host, and now the host of After Midnight, which is right before us on Froggy 92.9. Granger Smith, welcome to the show. Hey guys, thanks for having me on. I I get to uh, bring you guys on every morning now. Really enjoy listening to your show, as Tanner mentioned, but we first knew you as a country artist and I think that's what many people see you as and it's really been fun to watch you become this media personality so how did you get into broadcasting and is there like a really important message you want to convey when you're doing it I didn't pursue broadcasting I really didn't and so I it just kind of fell into my lap maybe it came from podcasting I guess is is the closest related thing I've done is is sit behind a mic on the podcast and I never thought of myself as being someone that's qualified for a radio job it's special and I embrace it in the fact that that I get to speak to these people during the times when they're doing unique things and they have different stories and and to be able to speak joy to them and speak happiness, maybe something that's un, uh, uplifting and something, you know, playing some good country music is, is something that's not lost on me and I'm really excited about it. Granger, I love watching The Smiths. And if you haven't seen it, drop everything you're doing and go on Facebook or YouTube and check it out. Granger, are there ever days where your kids are just like, dad, get that camera out of my face? Or are they pretty good sports about it? Yeah, that's a great question. And because because they were so young when we started the Smiths and they're just so used to it. Um, luckily, they don't ever say that. But we, Amber and I, my wife, we always try to be aware that we're not going to film them if they're crying or they're, they're truly sad or they're having a vulnerable moment. We have that uh, relationship together that, hey, we're going to film the Smiths and you never have to if you don't want to, or if you don't feel like it. And there's a lot of episodes where they don't, they don't appear at all on it. So we always try to keep that in mind. Well, let's change gears here. Let's talk about your Yee Yee Winter Collection. It's about to drop on the 21st. So what can we expect from that? Can you tell us a little bit about your new winter collection? Yeah, Yee Yee Apparel is such a passion project for me and my two brothers. And that was really an accident. Probably the same as After Midnight was an accident. But it, it just, it was a lifestyle brand that we, we started from a, a video that Earl Dibbles Jr. and Alter Ego of mine on YouTube started this saying, Yee Yee. And as people started coming to the concerts and holding up signs that said Yee Yee and, and kind of chanting it, it just became, 
its own animal and it took on a life of its own. And as we started putting it on t-shirts and then, and then that evolved into, you know, hoodies and flannels and, and hats and jackets, and now even jerky, we have, we have beef jerky. So it's, it's really taken on a life of its own. And, and we love Yee Apparel. It's a, it's a great side project for me. For sure. And I brought my girlfriend into the country music world. And one of the first things she said to me is like, I need a Yee Yee hat. <laughs> we'll have to send her one then. We'll send her one. <laughs> We're just so pumped to have you Granger host after midnight. What can we expect when we tune in? Well, hopefully you're, you're going to expect me to get better. And, you know, that's the first thing. I want to get better. I want to get more used to it, get my legs, my radio legs under me. And as this show evolves, and I have just great people surrounding me that's, that, that are helping me with the show, people that have, have had so much experience in radio. And so um, I'm, I'm hoping it's going to get better and better. And I, I want to be very aware of these people and their unique jobs that they're that they're doing. And these are the people that keep America running 24-7. And that's, that's important to remember for me. After Midnight with Granger Smith, it airs midnights to 5 a.m. right here on Froggy 92.9. And Granger, we just want to say thank you so much for your time this morning. And we're so excited to hear tomorrow's show and everything you have planned for us. Thank you, guys. And as you're getting ready and you get in your car and you're driving to the station in the morning to do the morning show and you're listening... Just, uh, g- you know, keep in mind, I'm, I'm learning and you got to give me some pointers if you hear anything. Oh, Granger, you're, you're already <laughs> killing it. I mean, when I come in, I'm like, I got to start taking some notes on Granger. He is crushing it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> thank you, guys. Yeah, I don't believe that, but thank you. Want to hear that again? You can. Download Amber and Tanner on demand on your favorite podcast app. Just search Amber and Tanner. Amber and Tanner on demand. Saturday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on Froggy 92.9. Ray from Santa Rosa, you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? Sure, why not? This is how it works. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. After you're done answering, Ray, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. Okay. I love Casey Musgrave. <laughs> awesome. You want to talk some smack to Amber for a half a point bonus? Amber, you've been getting me quite a bit lately, man. But, girl, you're going down this time. I ain't messing around. <laughs> Ray's on fire. Half a point bonus rewarded. Amber's putting her mask on. She's leaving the studio as we speak. Ray, here's question number one. Simon Cowell has gotten engaged to his girlfriend, Lauren Silverman. What show was Simon a judge on alongside Paula Abdul and Randy Jackson? Oh, that was American Idol. That is correct. Question two. Eric Church recently said that being told no is a great way to get inspired to succeed. True or false, Eric is truly Eric Church's first name. False. That is correct. Here's question number three. John Stamos says he is not ready to accept that Bob Saget is gone. What TV show did these actors appear on for eight seasons? Oh, uh, Full House. That is correct. Question number four. Walker Hayes says Fancy Like has changed many lives. Which social media app catapulted Fancy Like to number one? Was it A, Facebook, B, TikTok, or C, Instagram? Instagram? That is incorrect. And here's question number five. The Nightmare on Elm Street house has sold for $2.98 million. Is the main villain Jason or Freddy? Freddy. That is correct. I'm going to bring Amber back in. Amber Ray from Santa Rosa got four out of five. All right, Ray, you were you were not wrong. You were feeling pretty good today, but I think I can uh, do better. Let me correct this. It's four and a half out of five. 
Oh. That's the tiebreaker. You're he's, correct. He's feeling real good this morning, Tanner. <laughs> Amber, you got to get a perfect five out of five. Here's question one. Simon Cowell is now engaged to his girlfriend, Lauren Silverman. What show was Simon a judge on alongside Paula Abdul and Randy Jackson? American Idol. That is correct. Ray also got that correct. One to one is the score. Question number two. Eric Church recently said that being told no is a great way to get inspired to succeed. True or false? Eric is truly Eric Church's first name. I think it's false. I think that is correct. Ray also got that correct. Two to two is the score. His real name, by the way, Kenneth. Question three. John Stamos says he is not ready to accept that Bob Saget is gone. What TV show did these actors appear on for eight seasons? Full House. That is correct. Ray also got that correct. Three to three is the score. Here's question number four. Walker Hayes says Fancy Like has changed many lives. Which social media app catapulted Fancy Like to number one? Is it A, Facebook, B, TikTok, or C, Instagram? B, TikTok. That is correct. Ray got that incorrect. Amber, you are up four to three. And it all comes down to this question. Are you ready, Amber? Mm. The Nightmare on Elm Street house sold for $2.98 million. Is the main villain Jason or Freddy in the movie Nightmare on Elm Street? Freddy. That is correct. A perfect five out of five for Amber to raise four and a half out of five. Ray, so sorry you're not the champion of the Amber Showdown. Uh, You're awesome. (laughs) You're awesome too, Ray, and that's why you are going to the Oakland Arena on February 19th to see Casey Musgraves. All right. I love that girl. I love that. If you want to buy tickets, AXS.com. But, Ray, you did lose. You got to say the phrase. I'm not smarter than Amber and Amber Showdown. You're going to see Casey Musgraves thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner in the morning on Friday, 92.9. You choose your favorite memories. We deliver them. Amber and Tanner on demand. Saturday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. Also available on your favorite podcast platform and on the Froggy 92.9 app. Download it now. Do you have a unique way to cook something? So a Facebook Live appeared on my feed yesterday. It's a guy cooking a steak with, are you ready for this? Two irons that are typically meant for clothes. Grilling it right now using the iron. So uh, this method is used oftentimes uh, in the city where maybe you don't have a a grill, uh, you don't have a patio. Of course, we've got a grill just outside, but we wanted to show you this economical way to get it done, okay? As Randy Jackson would say, that's going to be a no for me, dog. (laughs) (laughs) I just cannot believe that someone had the idea to use two clothing irons to cook a steak. I've seen people do weird things like this online, and I guess it's just for clicks and likes and not really the want and need to cook steak. You don't think so? With clothing iron. If someone invited you to their home and said, we're going to make iron steaks tonight, would you eat it? (laughs) I mean, if it was cooked all the way through and (laughs) seasoned well, yes, maybe I'd eat it and I'd try it out. But would I do it? Yeah. I don't think so. No. You know what? I'm right there with you, Amber. If someone said, hey, I want to make you some clothing iron steaks, I would say no. I am, you would say no? I would say no way, Jose. Okay, I, like I said, I'd try it yeah. if it was cooked all the way through. But I mean, I, I I don't think that I've ever cooked anything out of the ordinary. No? Like, you know, I put my ramen over the stove and people seem to think that's weird. Yeah. People cook it in the microwave, apparently. I, I like stovetop 
uh, <laughs> ramen. ramen. That's the way to do it, I think. Uh, so we just got a comment from Pam from Sebastopol. She said, I cook my pasta in the oven rather than the stove. I don't know why. It just tastes better. They're awesome. Amber and Tanner. No one better. Froggy 92.9.